Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to Trendy, presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And Brad Evans is showing he is nothing but casual, jumping out to an early lead, 8.6 to 7.5. Just like I said, I invited him back in the prime of basketball season. That was a mistake. He also did very well on his NFL picks. Brad, how are you feeling after the Monday episode? Uh, well, truth be told, uh, A, I'm going to do laps around you. And B, uh, <laughs> I missed on my college basketball selection. The Golden Gophers laid an ostrich-sized egg up in the NFL. Did not do me dirty, which it usually does. Yeah, well, look, we're both plus EV betters on Monday. So it's probably a good idea to fail all of our picks today as we revert to our personal means. Uh, I think that's advisable. Uh, I mean, just do the opposite of what we're going to recommend. And I would say the G word, the L word, but I don't believe I'm in betting, but it's pretty damn close to guaranteed lock. Uh, even Steven, easy money, whatever you want to toss out there, that if you take all of our picks, do the opposite, parlay them together, you're going to buy that tropical island in the Bahamas. I know, and I'm sure everybody's shopping for one already. I will say this is going to be very basketball heavy today. Uh, We will get to our NFL picks on Friday. So if you are not a fan of hoops gambling, we already have your download. Feel free to see yourself out because that is all we're going to be talking about today, starting with NCAA futures, Brad. Like, as I said on Monday, you are one of the leading pro pro. I was going to say procrastinators. That's all I'm a procrastinator. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Prognosticators in the field, and I know you're going to give out a lot of Wednesday night hoops action, but let's get that crystal ball out. I have not started looking too much at the futures for basketball as I've been tied into uh, so much NFL and NBA action. But now that I got you here, let's pick your brain a little bit, starting with the national title odds. So just to read them out, the favorites are Purdue at plus 900, Houston at plus 1,000, Arizona at plus 1,100, UConn at plus 1,200, Kentucky at plus 1,200, North Carolina at plus 1,600, Kansas at plus uh, 1,600, and everything after that starts to enter more of like the plus 2000 odds. So let's start there. Are you, if you were to place a future bet right now, are you shopping in the uh, premium section of the grocery store or are you reaching a little more off brand and going for one of the long shots? Uh, a little bit of both, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I still like Purdue and I know what everybody's saying. Well, what's the Big Ten done in like the last two decades? The last time they won was in 2000 when Mateen cleaves in Michigan State. Uh, but this Purdue team has all the goods, all the ingredients to hoist the hardware in the end. Uh, they start with Zach Eady, but they've added athleticism at the guard position. And that is uh, absolutely critical. Uh, you know, you looked at the Indiana game last night. They throttled the Hoosiers really from start to finish. Uh, Indiana went on a little bit of a run uh, to start the second half, but uh, Purdue slowly came in then and slammed the door on them. 
Uh, I still think they're the best team in the country, pound for pound. So a plus eight hundred. Uh, I think those are uh, you know very generous plus money odds. Plus nine hundred. Oh, plus nine or even better. I would even get better. a little uh, investment on that. Honestly, they should be like three to one, four to one. Uh, so at least double that number. A couple of teams I like uh, that are longer shots. I think are playing exceptionally well. One is North Carolina at plus sixteen hundred. You might say, "Well, Brad, it's a brand name, of course." Uh, I'm surprised you didn't say the. Dukies, baby. Yeah, but I'm going to go with their arch rival. Uh, Carolina is old, and they are firing all cylinders right now. Offensively playing an elite uh, rate. Uh, they are top 15 adjusted offense efficiency, but most importantly, they are top five in the country and adjusted defensive efficiency. Yes, a North Carolina team. It's kind of shocking. Uh, Baycott, who's, I, I think, earned his PhD. He's been there for so long. Uh, RJ Davis outside. Uh, they got uh, key players really get it done at all the positions. They have adequate depth. And again, it's all about that age and experience. They're gross men. So I like them. But uh, I don't, what is it? Caesar 16 to one on Carolina uh, plus 1600 at Caesars. Yep. Sir. Uh, beautiful. Uh, the other team I really like, and again, I'm a numbers nerd. Uh, so being that data dork, uh, I like Auburn. Uh, the Tigers right now, uh, one of uh, just a couple of teams nationally inside the top 10 adjusted offensive and adjusted defensive efficiency. You might say, well, they don't have any, uh, you know, marquee wins according to the net top 50. That is true, but, uh, you know, the SEC is going to be rough and rugged. They're going to vamp opportunity. Uh, they really speed you up. And again, they control things on both ends of the floor. So Auburn, a little bit deeper. Uh, I saw it a plus 2,000. Hopefully that's what it is at Caesars. Yeah, plus 2,000 Caesars. Yes, sir. Great. 21 odds. So a uh, sprinkle on Auburn, a sprinkle on the Carolina blue. I'm going to do it for MJ. And then again, Purdue as well at plus 900, an extraordinary value, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you think this is a good time to make those bets, Brad? And like, what I mean by that is we're mid January and we got uh, what about nine weeks until selection Sunday. Yep. When's the right time to bet it? Is it at the beginning of the year? Is it right now? As you have a little bit more information, you've seen some conference games. Is it like mid February pre conference tournament? Or do you like to wait all the way until these seeds are announced to get your action down? Yeah, look, if I think there's value on the board right now, it's worth a sprinkling and only a sprinkling. I'm not going to, you know, back of the truck, uh, take out a, a big old pile of cash and throw it on any of these futures because, hey, I don't like having my money tied up that long because I'm not earning any interest. And B, I got to see what shakes out on Selection Sunday. I got to see the matchups. I got to see the pairings. I got to see the path. That is what is uh, supremely valuable, in my opinion, in analyzing these teams. So in general, uh, I do not invest until the pairings actually come out and the bracket is revealed on selection Sunday, then I'll fire off a future or two. And then I reassess uh, and, and when the sweet 16 is set and I fire off another ticket, I like I fired off on three different UConn tickets last year, right before the tournament. I think I'm like 14 to one. I hit him again in the sweet 16 at like five to one. And I hit him again in the final four at like plus plus one ten. It was something around that uh, line and uno, dos, tres, all all three me amigos hit because UConn to me, bar none, was the best data-driven team that was out there, and they passed with flying colors every single eye test imaginable down the home stretch. 
Yeah, I personally would not get down on Purdue right now because like betting the favorite this far out scares me, especially if Zach Eady goes down. Suddenly you're hell- yeah. holding a ticket at very long odds versus what they would be in that situation. But I do like your Auburn and North Carolina calls, even if it's not those specific teams. Those are teams where you're using the underlying analytics and you're less concerned who they play because they have outstanding uh, data supporting them against any matchup and you're getting better value for them, right? Like getting that plus yep. 2,000, getting that plus 1,600 rather than betting the favorite two months out before the brackets even announced. Yeah, I think that's a very fair way to, uh, to take it. You know, it's got to take it smooth and easy, man. Again, you don't want to be heavily invested at this juncture in the game, because as you said, nine weeks of selection Sunday, uh, blank could easily hit the fan. Uh, so as a result, you could see a lot of these teams evolve in a negative sense. But what we do have a little bit more clarity on, Brad, is the conference odds, right? Because those yeah. aren't going to come down to seeing. Those aren't going to come down to brackets. So let's talk about ones you like there. You are a absolute expert since it's right in your backyard in the Big Ten. So let me give you out some Big Ten conference winners. Purdue is minus 325, as to be expected. And then Wisconsin's plus 280. And then your very own Fighting Illini <laughs> plus 600. Can I tempt you into any other Big Ten team? Team, or is this the Purdue Invitational? And even at minus 325, it still represents value. Yeah, I am not going to touch any of these, uh, to be honest with you, out of the Big Ten. Uh, yeah, I know Purdue is chasing Wisconsin. Wisconsin uh, fallen from the ranks of the unbeaten. Uh, and of all places, in Happy Valley, uh, there uh, against Penn State, and, and really a lowly, a Dregs the K type Penn State team. But Penn State, I watched that game in the second half. They simply could not miss. Uh, they were answering every bucket. Uh, that Wisconsin was putting on the board. Wisconsin had a brief lead. Uh, you know, Penn State regained it uh, and then uh, just really applied pedal to the metal and ended up getting that victory. So uh, there's no value in this league. Illinois, we'll see uh, what happens to the Terrence Shannon case as that works through the court system. That could be a tide shift, a game changer if he is allowed to come back and play for Illinois this year because he was a preseason, um, you know, or a mid-season All-American and a guy with the best downhill finishers in college basketball, an incredibly stout defender as well. But bearing my bias, uh, I'm not so sure that is going to happen. So I can't back my orange and blue. And again, I believe the Boilers the best team pound for pound ultimately going to win this league. It is important to recognize these are regular season conference odds. Obviously, with tournaments, anything could happen. The odds would yep. be wildly different in a knockout scenario. So we're talking regular season only. And perhaps the most interesting regular season in the country, Brad, is in the Big 12. So <laughs> in the Big 12, we've got Houston at plus 175, Kansas at plus 220, Baylor at plus 375. And then, you know, you got teams like BYU, Texas Tech, Iowa State, a little bit farther down the list. Texas, shockingly, from the preseason, has slid all the way down to plus 5,000. So who do you like in this swan song of the Big 12 before they lose Oklahoma and Texas over the SEC? I, this is uh, rock'em, sock'em robots uh, by definition. These teams are going to beat the bloody hell out of each other uh, throughout the entire year. I, I think the conference winner uh, could be ultimately a, a number of teams. Could be like uh, teams, uh, maybe two or three, uh, that are co-conference champs. I think seven losses honestly, is going to be what is attached to the conference champion. I like Texas Tech 
in terms of best value on the board. And the reason being is this. Uh, they're a team that gets it done on both ends. Number 32 in the country, adjusted offense efficiency. Number 44, adjusted offensive efficiency. Not outstanding, uh, but no slouch as well. If they could sneak a couple of key victories on the road, uh, maybe uh, as we're taping this uh, on a hump day, uh, maybe it happens on uh, Wednesday night against Houston. We shall see with that. I, I think that's going to be a far cry. Uh, maybe that puts them in, in a temple position. Uh, but I think overall, Texas Tech to me, probably the best value on the board, but it's anybody's game. Uh, that, as you mentioned, plus odds for the front yeah. runner and that being Kansas. Uh, it's a rare sight to see. And no, I do not trust rock chalk Jayhawk. Uh, they have their warts. They have their ills and they are going to get exposed a uh, time or two or maybe three again here in the near future. Texas Tech plus 900 over at Caesars. So if you like the value, yeah. that is the word to play it. Speaking of plus odds for a front runner, Brad, I just looked it up, given the love that you gave them for the tournament futures. Does it surprise you that Auburn as the SEC regular conference winner is a plus number? It's plus 150. Can I interest you in that one? Oh, hell to the ass. Twist my arm. That's uh, that's getting some top shelf tequila, baby. We're getting some classe azul. Oh, the elegant white bottle. Oh, it's so good. When it hits the lips, uh, I'm buying like five of those suckers. If this one does hit, uh, that's a tremendous value, in my opinion. Uh, and I think it just stems from the fact uh, that maybe the books aren't uh, analyzing and focusing on the advanced analytics of Kimbom, Bartorvik, Haslametrics, uh, EvanMaya.com, some of those sites, and there are a number of them that are cranking out those uh, computer algorithms, but they're zeroing in on the lack of a meaty resume. Who are they beat? Uh, and that, yeah. that is a significant question mark. Uh, I mean, some of the best uh, victories they have on paper uh, against Texas A&M, okay, probably going to be a tournament team, uh, but they may be the only tournament team on this resume looking at Virginia Tech, a square in the bubble, Indiana. Uh, they got clobbered last night uh, by Purdue USC on the outside, very much so looking in in the Pac-12. Uh, Arkansas has been a massive disappointment this year, and uh, LSU you could lump into that disappointment as well. So they got to get some quality victories, I think, to really spur the confidence. So maybe that is one of those instances where investing now is a wise move before yeah. some of those key victories start to accumulate. Yeah, I think Auburn plus 150 is the best one that uh, we've talked about so far, at least in my personal book. One, because of what you're talking about. You feel like you're getting an early rather than late. And two, like this is a regular season. This isn't a knockout. So you're able to make it almost a portfolio bet of what's going to happen over the next six, seven weeks. And their advanced stats can come through and, and uh, win this bet for you. Yeah. On, the, on a similar line, North Carolina is minus 160 in the ACC. And I think that's just because of the lack of like overall competition in the ACC this year. Bookmakers have it in a flat-out two-horse race between them and Duke, unlike the SEC, which is a little bit more open. Yeah, and I agree with that. Uh, you know, as uh, the North Carolina versus Duke storied rivalry, uh, you know, that will ultimately decide uh, this league. I mean, Virginia's really fallen off your alma mater. Oh, Sorry, Cavs fans. Yikes. They've been terrible, but they got opportunity tonight on this Wednesday against Virginia Tech at home there in Charlottesville. But uh, you look at some other teams. Miami's been a disappointment. They lost to Louisville as like a 20 point favorite at home. I know because I had action on the Miami Hurricanes. Oh, I'm so bitter about it. A true story. I was at a Chicago bar and I'm watching the game and I just continued to order shot after shot to numb the pain. It was uh, absolutely 
uh, just gut-wrenching watching them fail against the uh, you know, dregs of the keg that is the Louisville Cardinals. Uh, and the rest of this conference, I, I honestly thought Clemson uh, would push and contend in this league, but they lost in double OT yeah. last night to Georgia Tech. Uh, I still like the makeup of that team when they're playing their A game. They can hang with anybody. But right now, uh, they're not even, you know, sporting a passing grade here in recent matchups. So, yes, I do believe North Carolina is going to win this league, and it could be in convincing fashion. And, yes, I do believe they're going to make the Final Four and potentially win the whole shebang. I hate saying that, again, as an Illinois fan. And, yes, North Carolina, they made up classes to pass their basketball players in 2005. <laughs> Look it up. Well, Purdue fans also look up UVA's 2019 run. You can dry your tears from last year where they uh, became the second number one team to get knocked out because if you follow historical precedents, your plus 900 will cash this year as the last number one team to lose in the first round, cut down the nets the year afterwards. I should know I was there. Uh, yeah, as you should. And uh, you should be partying. Uh, repeatedly, you want a title? Have my University of Illinois Fighting Illini done jack squat since 05? No, they haven't. We need to hoist the hardware. It's not going to happen this year. It's just not going to happen. This it's is, this is why I drink. This is why my liver is the size of Texas, Toby. <laughs> well, I'm in the last year of my five-year grace period, so UVA continue to suck it up this year if you have to, but let's let's turn it around for next year, Tony. Uh, all right, so thank you very much, Brad, for bringing us up to speed in college basketball. That was your cheat sheet, your crib notes, the way to speed through the last two months to bring it up to what you need to know heading into the two months that really matter in the college season. Now let's go ahead and give Caesars a little bit of love, and we will be back with what matters for today, which is our picks. You know, when the conversation turns stampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full. The word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. Michigan, call 1 800 270 7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1 800 Gambler or West Virginia, 1 800 Gambler.net, New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Brad, we are back. And I would say the college basketball is behind us, but it is not because I know what is coming my way. I know you are about to fire a bunch of college basketball tickets at me, starting with your heart pick. What do you got? All right, uh, my heart pick uh, in, a, in a state that I loved. I lived there for four and a half years. I traveled uh, down on Mill Avenue, uh, maybe for the scenery, uh, which is spectacular, uh, and the party scene down there in Tempe, a uh, place, again, I know and love. I like Arizona State. And I'm going to lay the three and a half. Why? Because I've watched UCLA struggle to the score and mightily so all year long. Mick Cronin, um, you know, is small maybe for a reason because he's uh, getting pushed under a very large thumb by his own players. Uh, They're number 338 in the country in EFG offense. 338 UCLA, the storied, uh, you know, Bruins, a team that's won so many titles. Uh, I mean, Wooden's rolled over in his grave right now. I think Arizona State, who was unblemished at home, 7-0, number 70 in the country, in the home environments and EFG defense, uh, I think they will have enough uh, to secure the victory, secure the cover, most importantly, minus three and a half, sold away the clock late in the game, uh, especially uh, enticing a lot of those turnovers, which have been problematic for UCLA and the Bruins getting bludgeoned on the glass as well. Arizona State, not a great rebounding team, but again, uh, I think we'll have enough firepower to get the deal done and score me another victory. Because again, as I say at the top of the podcast, I'm running laps around you, good sir, in short order. Oh, you are not. You're only on one unit. You're getting so cocky already. <laughs> Just for that, I'm not going to touch that bet. I'm staying away from you. Oh, uh, right. I'm going to make a basketball bet as well, but I'm going to go with the professionals, and I'm going with the Magic plus four, minus 105. And the main reason for this, besides the Magic being the third in the league at covering the spread, is you have to to continue to fade the Atlanta Hawks. Anybody who loses to the Washington Wizards gets an automatic five-game fade, (laughs) no matter what. That is your penalty. I'm fading you for the next five, and they are still within that period. But the Magic, uh, as I mentioned, are third in the league against the spread. Palo is on fire, averaging 27.5 in the month of January. Production has decreased every month as he makes a strong push for the All-Star game. So I like the Magic usually because they're uh, covering machines, but the fact that they get this dreadful Hawk team that is about one to two games away from completely imploding. And I'm only having to lay four points or I'm only, sorry, I'm getting four points. Makes me really happy with this bet. Yeah, I think it's a great call. Orlando, by the way, for you futures wagers out there, the easiest remaining strength of schedule in the NBA. Yep. 
I think they're about to come up a lot on this show, Brad, because they, oh. they're third in the league in covers, as I've now said three times, and they're about to have an easier schedule, and they're like their young legs are coming together. And if Powell's and, gonna And they have not one but two Wagners. <laughs> Which is way more than anybody else in the league can certainly say. So with the two Wagners and Paolo uh coming into his own, they expect them to come up almost as often as the Thunder and Timberwolves on this program. Now come on, Dad and Dork. What do you got in the head category? This one's gonna be a good one. All right, I'm with people at the layers of the onion, which I did at bartorvik.com. I get lost in the numbers all the time on that side, the various uh, advanced analytics sites that are out there. I like Creighton on the road against top-ranked UConn. I'm going to take the plus six and a half. And honestly, I'm going to take it at what it opened at at Caesars at plus five and a half. So even better value at tape time on the board there, a minus 110 juice. We'll see if Dominic Klingon is available. He is uh, questionable to return with that foot ailment. Uh, if he is in uniform, it does kind of change the game, obviously, for the Huskies. Have their big man back there in the middle. Uh, but, you know, this is a team in UConn that is number three in the nation in effective field goal percentage offense and number 18 EFG defense. Outstanding on the offensive glass, a lot of that due to Klingon. Uh, but the three-point percentage defense, highly suspect. They're number 230 in the country in three-point D. You got Alexander. You got the former fighting jackrabbit there in Baylor Shireman. And those guys can really light it up from outside. Of course, he's got the long drink of water and a seven-footer and Ryan Kalkbrenner in the post. And these are all the reasons why Creighton is number seven in EFG offense, actually, and number 13 in EFG defense. So really even in terms of the matchup on paper, according to the advanced analytics there. Uh, and then you get a look at Bartorvik, uh, Creighton five and three road neutrals this season, and they are top 25 in offensive and defensive efficiency away from Omaha. Omaha, <laughs> so I think uh, Creighton gets the cover. It, it is a uh, Omaha podcast, after all. It's only appropriate that I back him plus the six and a half on the road in stores against the Huskies. I don't know how anybody can not follow you after you're doing a Peyton Manning impression. That that's it's that good. That was like right on. I can't believe it. Close my eyes. It's like he's back on the field. Uh, I'm going to stay away from that one because UConn's about to come up in my heater bet. So no reason I'm going to touch it. Although I will admit you have me running a little bit scared, but I'm going to do it anyway. Where I am not scared is my head pick. This is I uh, I really should have made this my cred pick. I'm not going to lie, but I somehow ended up with something I thought was even better. In head, I am going with first quarter assists for both Tyler Hero and Mikael Bridges. You put these two together at Caesars, and somehow you get minus 101. And the reason I'm so shocked by that, uh, Mr. Evans, is that Tyler Hero has a first quarter assist in 95% of games this year. 95%. You think about him primarily as a shooter, but basically anyone who touches the ball frequently and plays a majority of the minutes should get an assist in the modern NBA in the first quarter. So what defense is most lax, it's what jumpers are the most open, and all you got to do is catch a swing pass at throw it to one more they shoot a three and you suddenly get to put one in the book at uh for you know 95 percent of games and like when you do just one of them the caesars is asking you to play minus 244 but when you put two together you get almost back to even odds and the same story is exactly true for mikhail bridges he's hit this at 80 percent of games this year he's also at minus 244 and he's suddenly playing 12 minutes of the first wow. quarter i don't know if you know how many minutes are in the first quarter but that would be all of them 
He has played every minute of the first quarter, each of the last five games. He has a high usage rate. Ball flows through him a lot. Plus, he's going against Portland, which is a real tire fire right now. And they are actually, Bradford, they are first in the league. First in the league in, in um, first quarter points allowed. They even give up more first quarter points than Indiana, which to me spells like an easy assist for McCall. Put it with Tyler. Get this down to minus 101 and walk to the window. Uh, I really like this wager because it's uh, bat bleeping crazy, quite honestly. <laughs> uh, I think you were in the lab and the fumes uh, coming off the beaker. I think you were taking those in and you were feeling like, oh, Eureka, I got it. A first quarter assist parlay yeah. wager. It's just, again, bananas. I love it so much. I'm probably going to tell you on it. Yeah, well, I paid for the lab with all my Kawhi uh, Leonard first quarter assist money I've been winning because they've only been booking him at like minus 160, and I've been in for two straight weeks. So that's what's paying for my equipment and getting those fumes up these nostrils. What are you going for in heater today? All right, heater, uh, I'm going to get wacky too uh, with the cheese whiz here. It's a SGPX or plus, uh, depends what site you use there. I don't know what Caesars they use, X or plus. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's multi-legs. Uh, we're going to go to Nebraska and Rutgers there. So the matchup in Piscataway, I'm going to take the spread out with the Huskers plus 12 and a half. I'm going to take the total up to 150 and a half and slam that under. And this is where it gets crazy. All right, folks, we're going to mm-hmm. add in North Carolina on the money line. They're playing Louisville. Uh, I don't think lightning is going to strike twice on the road uh, for the Cardinal uh, because they're just that depressing. Uh, and then give me Auburn. We already mentioned I'm talking about they're on the road. It gets Vandy, who is not so dandy. Uh, buddy, search the imagination. Jerry Stackhouse's club. I've seen Auburn to win straight up. So, again, Nebraska plus 12 and a half. The under 150 and a half. Rutgers money line or at Rutgers. Uh, Carolina money line. Auburn money line plus 102. When you put those legs together, I got. I can't even say it straight. It's that nutty. Uh, give me a little bit of background on Nebraska. This is a tournament team, folks. Uh, I think uh, this Hoiberg squad is going to make the big dance. Toby Naga is going to come in with a tsunami of threes because he is a uh, very jack happy from outside and a guy that's hitting at a very high rate in that capacity and a pretty good defensive team as well. Rutgers cannot score. Their MO is defense. They're top 10 in the country and affect a fugal percentage defense. They're at the rack, but they're North and number 200 on the season EFG offense. So I just need Nebraska to keep this one nice and snug and they will defend though. They're going to try to speed this thing up. I think Rutgers are purposely going to try to slow them down, keep it more half court oriented. So it ain't going to reach 151. We'll cash that under. And then I gave all the reason why I'm back in Carolina and Auburn because their opponents are laughable. That's how bad they are. So I'm feeling really good about this. <laughs> cash in at plus 102. <laughs> I've never heard the words Jack happy on this show before, but I have a feeling that comes from your personal experience, not the rest of my guests. Yeah, uh, I that also was a, that was a nickname of mine when I was uh, 15 <laughs> at Centennial High School in Champaign, Illinois. I also love that you're like, this first quarter assist thing is way too wacky for my blood. So here's an adjusted four-leg parlay with unders and money lines and adjusted spreads. That's really how you uh, simplify it for everybody here at home. What uh, are you, you do doing? Some- do you want to do some cocaine? Let's go. Oh my God. Yikes. <laughs> Stick to the tequila, pal. Uh, so I am going to go with the blue bloods. As I said earlier for my heater, I am just matching top 10 teams on the money line. Purdue and Kansas came through for me in an absolute laugher last night. Yep. No sweat required whatsoever. Although I only got minus 165 for it. So that's why despite 
despite you scaring me on this Creighton lines and the stats that you gave out, I'm sticking with UConn because oh. it's the only way that you can get a uh, decent juice is to go with UConn and Kentucky. I know they have a competitive Creighton team in town, but it did reduce my juice all the way down to minus 124 rather than have them just go up against also Rans. And I know that minus 165 wasn't that sexy, but you know what, Brad, you know what the best bets are? The ones that win. That's what Martin Weiss always says. It is true today as it was when he was on the show. Uh, Kentucky's got Mississippi State, and they are, they are a little bit scary. They knocked off Tennessee last week, but they also lost to Southern earlier this season. Kentucky is looking to avenge an OT loss to AM over the weekend, and I'm getting them at home to avoid back-to-back defeats, which seems like a good spot to back them in, minus 124 for the UConn-Kentucky pair tonight. Yeah, look, we both can win the UConn game, uh, quite honestly. Just keep it nice and snug. That's all I care, Creighton. So you can get the money line victory there. I will say this. Uh, Mississippi State, they defend their asses off, especially on the road. Number three in the country in EFG defense. Talu Smith is a guy who beat you uh, inside, really a, a stout rim protector for this Bulldogs club. I have an advanced degree from Mississippi State, though I have never stepped foot in the state of Mississippi, so I got to back my Bulldogs here in some way. They're beating you, buddy. They're taking it out. Take down the Wildcats. Let's go, Bulldogs. I gave you all my money. <laughs> all right, so you're not backing my minus 124 on the heater. I am backing your cred pick, though. I am tailing this. I love this bet, Brad. Throw it out for everybody. All right, it's uh, NBA parlay. Of course you do. Uh, somebody that uh, lived in Texas for a time, and I grew up uh, part of the time in San Antonio, so the San Antonio Spurs are taking on the seas. Boston, so off this three-legger SGP, come with me. If you are buying what I am selling, I'm going to take the Celtics down to minus five and a half on the old spread. I'm going to pair that so, with the Wendy. So hold on. So that's a, that you're taking it down 10 points, right? Like this is a 16-point yeah. line. So you're getting 10 points adjusted. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, the lowest number I could get it at right now at Caesar. So minus five and a half. Wimby, two or more made threes. Wimby, one block. One yeah. measly swat. Uno, yeah. dos, tres, mi amigos. We're partying if all three legs hit at plus 150 at yeah. Caesars. That's an extraordinary value. Uh, look, the C's won, if you don't recall, on New Year's Eve against San Antonio uh, by 33, 134 to 101 in that first match. And the Spurs have been lousy for much of the season. Uh, I know bosses 5-4-1 ATS in their last 10, but we're, we're slicing uh, nearly 11 points off the standard line here. Yeah. So I think they're going to get the easy cover. Uh, looking at Wimby, two or more made threes. Uh, he has done this in six of his last eight. He had three triples in the first matchup against Boston, and that has been a weak point defensively. Uh, for the Beantown representatives this year is getting out defending the arc in the perimeter. They've allowed the eighth most opponent three-pointers made per game at 13.5. So I think Wimby uh, does it a couple times and then one block shot. I mean, Wimby's done this in 21 of his last 22 games. I yeah. realize Boston has allowed the second fewest opponent blocks per game, but all I need is one. Duplicate what he did the last time he faced Boston where he had just one block and we cash that third leg. So to recap, to recap, oh, this that cheap pay. Boston on the old spread, minus five and a half. Wimby, two or main triples. Wimby, one block shot. Such a yeah. cool plus 150. I love it. I, I know that's why you're getting seduced by that juice, good man.
I love it. I love this bet so much. Thank I've you. been I've been crushing on Wemby bets all year. Yeah, uh, you just have to as soon as you find the right spots for him, and then you can combine some non-points-based statistics. Then he delivers. It seems like almost every time. Like I've been crushing him on first quarter rebounds. It sounds like you're not a first quarter bet uh, um, fan of of those types of bets, but they've been placing him at one and a half. And he's just been sailing past that. I mean, he put up one of the fastest triple doubles in history. They finally moved it up to two and a half, but you're now getting plus money on the two and a half. So I'm still on that bet and getting him on the made threes. I mean, he's going to get four or five of them up just in the flow of that offense. And he's also, I mean, block shots. I mean, come on, the guy is seven foot four and is blocking corner threes right now. So what are we talking about? So if you can get plus 150 for adjusting the best team in the league down to just win by six against one of the worst teams in the league, I I, I love it. I'm glad I tailed that one. Uh, I also also love my cred pick, Brad. I am also going in the NBA, and I'm going with LaMelo Ball over 28.5 points plus rebounds at minus 109. And that name has not come up since this uh, season tipped because he's been injured for so long. But he is back. And they're already running up his minutes. He started at 26 or 27. They already got him to 30. He was playing like 36 or 37 before he got hurt back in November. And as long as they let him play, this is just an absolute layup for him. He destroys this number as long as he's out there on the court. He's cleared it with ease nine of the last 10 times he laced them up. And each one of those, he was at least at 31. He's often in the 40s when you combine the statistics. So it would be nice to continue to avoid a sweat just based on his playing time. They've been off since Sunday. And I think they'll let him stretch out a bit because they have a back-to-back this weekend. So he's got three days of rest. They get him out tonight and then make a decision of what they're going to do on Friday and Saturday's games. I let the sis out because he's going to shoot a ton, but been a real contributor on the board, getting 10 his last time out and averaging six on the season. So you get him anywhere near to his rebound totals on the year. If he puts up six, you only need 23 points here. And what are we talking about with LaBello? Like 23 is a good quarter for this guy. So I'm super happy to get two units down until this number comes back up into the 30s. Anytime it's in the 20s, it's going to be an autoplay for me. Yeah, that's a great call. And uh, other note uh, to really uh, pile on in a positive way is the fact that Charlotte's pace of play is way up there as well. I mean, they fly up and down the court. Uh, they don't uh, remotely bleed the shot clock. So as a result, uh, that's going to add opportunities for this to cash. So I'm a backer. I like this one quite a bit, uh, though that will not be my pick to back officially. Yeah. Okay. Well, which one is your official pick? Are you tailing or failing me on any of my bets? Uh, I'm going to tail you on the stupid first quarter assist <laughs> parlay uh, because, uh, again, I, I never think about those micro markets. You're obviously hyper focused on it. Uh, so you have all the goods. You sold me uh, with a uh, hero with bridges. Uh, drop some dimes, guys. In the first yeah. quarter, it's over. Then I go up out and you know turn on Netflix for the rest of the night. Uh, though in reality, I'll be watching some stupid uh, you know West Coast basketball until like one in the morning. My Kawhi hit bet last night hit in I think 17 seconds. It's the best. <laughs> it's the absolute best. Yeah, I like those quick paydays. All right. Uh, well, those are our picks for this basketball heavy Wednesday. Let's t- give our sponsors a little bit more love. Come back, give you our second guest express and send you on your day. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
All right, Brad, I let you take the lead. Uh, I let you take it on Monday so that you had to take honors on Wednesday. It's called strategy. I just need to follow you and see which way you're going to head before I give you my picks. Uh, But I'm going to go ahead and give Second Guess Express first. And it is Donovan Mitchell. I know I missed this on Monday, but that is exactly why I am coming back to the well. Because not only did I just barely miss it with seven uh, assists versus my six and a half under, they raised the number. They put it up to seven and a half assists now at minus one third. And I cannot believe they're raising a number on Donovan Mitchell distributing the basketball. If I hadn't found that LaMelo line, this actually would have been my cred pick. I know who Donovan is. I know most of the time he's not hitting seven and a half. Just make it a portfolio bet and you're going to make money. Plus the Bucs could absolutely blow them out, in which case he's not going to be playing at all in the fourth quarter. We'll see how it goes. Didn't like it better than the four I gave out, but I am on this every night. I know who you are, Donovan. Yeah, uh, that one's uh, sure going to uh, hit because it didn't hit the last time for you. That's usually how this game works. Uh, let's soak up some vitamin D for my second guess express. Let's go to the Sunbelt Conference. I'm going to go with Southern Mississippi on the money line. They're at home. Uh, they are taking on Arkansas State. Uh, we'll see a former final line, a uh, point guard, Andre Curbelo, will be in uniform. And also Victor Hart. Both of them are game time decisions with some nag injuries. So they uh, logged a couple limited practices. Uh, practices earlier this week. I think Southern Miss, who's won three straight games at home, uh, could get the victory in this one straight up at plus money. Uh, Why? Because Arkansas State downright cannot shoot away from home. They're one in seven in uh, true road games straight up, and they're shooting 28.8% from three. And why is that significant? 46.1% of Arkansas State shots are from along the perimeter. Not only that, but uh, turnovers to plague them. Uh, That's what Southern Miss feeds off of defensively, leads some easy buckets in transition. Oh, my sphincter's going to be puckering up. This one's going to be tight. It's going to come down the bitter end. Hit your froze, bros. If you do, I say Southern Miss gets the victory. And I score on the money line at plus 105. But again, my second guess probably should have had a little bit more confidence in this election. All right. Well, you'll be back here on Friday, but where can people find you and your tight sphincter between now and then? Oh, yes. The sphincter is always tied on live on the line every Monday through Friday on the Ballet Sports RSNs and at watchstadium.com slash live. Watchstadium.com slash live is where you can stream that show. All gambling all the time. Myself, Danny Klobuchar, Cameron Smith at, uh, again, noon Eastern time, Monday through Friday. Check us out at Live and Line. Uh, the Feed 5 podcast going to drop a new episode tomorrow with my buddy Nathaniel Lundy. Uh, check us out and subscribe to the Feed That Always channel on YouTube or wherever you download and get your podcast all betting all the time we count down we're very transparent we have a good time at every episode 30 minutes or less yeah. uh, which is kind of a rarity in this business including this one because i keep talking and talking some more <laughs> uh and then as well uh you can check out all my various musings on social media at noisy Huevos with an h there on twitter at team Huevos on instagram also on threads uh, and if you want to send me some inappropriate pictures via text a message my number is 7206 oh i'll stop <laughs>
right, well, as I said last time you were on, anybody who likes this show should go listen to The Fade Five. Brad and I developed that show together. Uh, they share a lot of similarities in the way that we talk about the betting market and the rest of the action of the night. So I recommend you definitely check that one out. Also check out Waiver Wired, where they've got really deep into Dak Prescott's future in Dallas. We've got Lemon Pepper coming this week. We also had another great episode of Minus Three. We'll have the 15-minute pregame show later in the week, as well as covered in glory. Extra points will drop later today. And as I mentioned, Brad and I will be back to pay off this week's contest on the Friday edition of Trendy. So anything you want to shout at the people before we let them go on? Uh, tequila tomorrow is hashtag <laughs> tequila Thursday. And there is a matchup I will be watching while well, probably uh, 15 sheets uh, on a slate of the wind. And it's uh, UCI Irvine against UC San Diego uh, to have bragging rights and the Big West, both teams undefeated. Yes, this is why I am a true degenerate. I'll be watching a Big West game with approximately about uh, 17 fans in attendance. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope we have more than 17 fans today, but who knows? Even if we did, they got the best show we could give. That's all we could do. Thank you so much for joining. We'll be back on Friday. Until then, take care, everyone. Adios, amigos. 